You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network. Everybody, happy Monday. We're starting the week off all together for the first time in a long time. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five star review. I'm Leah here with Sean. Oh, and he goes Craig. first. How about today? that? I'll, I'll give Talk him first. Um, and you guys, Coyotes training camps in full swing. We got the Roadrunners training camp starting today. And Tucson Roadrunners head coach Steve Potvin will join, be joining us in just a few moments. But before all that, how are you guys doing? How was your weekend? Lots of painting for Petey. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it just doesn't end. <laughs> because as soon as the painting ends, and I painted for four days, every time I wasn't here on the show, I was painting. Legit. I get up six in the morning, paint till the show. Then I have to show paint. My wife gets to me yesterday, painting's done. Done. She gets up in the morning, well, time to put up Halloween decorations. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Today. Today. It was October 1st, so it's acceptable. <sighs> September 30th would have been a problem. Buddy. Oh, I decorated on September 20th. We're ahead of our neighborhood. We got, the, we we got that, sir. We'll talk about that later. We can but, talk about, about that at the end. But I am ready for hockey because hockey was on TV and there's hockey talk in the air. Was hockey on TV? Well, not really. College football and pro football was. There was a stream. Yeah, there it was, was an interesting stream. Yes. Wait, wait, can Ducks. you put a score bug up? Yeah. <laughs> Is that yeah, hard? Any any kind of game information or like maybe, you know if a guy's hands hey, would have gone in front of the maybe camera. A pronunciation guide for the, oh, the players' names or <laughs> where the game was actually being played, which state, oh. which was clearly unclear. <laughs> there, uh, there, there were a whole yeah. lot of issues there, but that's so, okay. You close, know what helped with close. that? I turned the volume down. <laughs> I didn't listen. I just watched. Just watch. Uh, oh boy. boy! But the score uh, check in. Well, we're, anyway. we're we're close. We're close. We're, we're gonna uh, talk go about ahead. That later I know too, you right? got stuff. You got to get. Yeah, we're stuff. gonna talk about okay. all that later. Um, Giordino in the chat said, "Can y'all talk to your contacts at BetMGM and get them to set odds for Taylor Swift camera appearances during the next 49ers game?" Um, are they are the Chiefs playing the 49ers next? Anyway, yeah, that would. I, I'm sure that could like. I think the folks at BetMGM would be interested in that. That is a fascinating storyline. I was on BetMGM this weekend live betting the D-backs um, at the game on Saturday that they ended up clinching the playoffs. They didn't win, but uh, I was I had my BetMGM app open in the stands live betting on that game, which makes it fun. Just on home run hitters. That I not in college football, a lot of bets going on for that, too. Yeah. A lot and of NFL. parlays. The NFL, there was so much going on. There's I, so if, much. It makes the games, I tell you what, edge of the seat fun. Yep. Got a little skin in the I'm game. I'm telling you. And this is the best time of year to bet with NFL, college football. The NHL's less than two weeks away. The NBA is coming back this month. Tis the season. MLB playoffs are start this week. 
tis the season. And if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use the bonus code PHNX. You can place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10 and you'll receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. You can check out the show notes for full details and now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. One of the things we're doing this week is going to Tucson on Saturday. Yeah. And everybody, take out your calendars and pencil in right now. We're going to have an illegal pizza meetup in Tucson um, this Saturday at 1 p.m. before the 3 o'clock game at Tucson Arena. So if you're going down the I-10, meet us at Illegal Pete's in Tucson. Um, I love that Illegal Pete's. That was like I haven't my been to that one. I'm looking forward to seeing stories. that one. The one on campus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. a bar on, on each right? floor. It's university in what? Euclid? Yes. No. Yeah. No, university and like the street beyond it. Yeah, yeah. before that. Yeah. Anyway, it's great. Um, so come hang out with us at Illegal Pete's. We're I'll be eat there, right? I'll be eating. Are you kidding? I'm gonna have a bowl. I'm gonna have don't queso. eat too much. Save room for donuts. The donuts. Can you drink well, donuts. queso through a straw? Is that possible? Um, queso straw. Ooh, gotta find out. <laughs> I get actually that might that sounds like a thing Leah should have to try to do. I mean, sure, I'll try it. Um, and it too thick. their margaritas are also amazing. The prickly pear margarita, I highly recommend. Um, Illegal Pizza is your go-to spot for pregame meetups this season. Yeah, I really think so. Excited, I'm excited. Um, so you can stop by for happy hour, 3 to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. So if you want to go after the game, you can probably squeeze in happy hour there as well. Legal Pizza, the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. Well, I think, without further ado, we should bring in... Are tied for most frequent guest of the program. Um, Bill Armstrong came in in Australia, so Steve Popman had to make sure he kept neck and neck with GMBA there. But we're really excited to welcome back Tucson Roadrunners head coach oh. Steve Popman to the show. Welcome to the show. Thanks okay. so much for joining us. Welcome back, I should say. Good to see you guys all back together. I think we saw everybody in bits and pieces. Now we're all on one continent and we're, uh, <laughs> we're back together. I'm going to jump right in, though. Are you dyeing your beard? Because you look young. Every time I see you, you look younger. I don't like it. You're like Benjamin Button or whoever the guys that age backwards. That's it. Is it Benjamin Button? Hey, you Button? know what? You're always looking for an edge over, over your opponent. Right? <laughs> whatever it takes. Whatever, do whatever it, it takes. takes. Oh, my god. Nice brat backdrop, too, buddy. Shout out to Adrian Denny. Yeah. Looks good there. So. It's looking good. Uh, honestly, I, I came in and I started moving the computer and then it was out of all the picture and, and I should just leave it alone because I know Adrian <laughs> is a pro. He comes in and he always has everything set up for me. So he's uh, he's the best. Absolutely. Well, uh, it's day one of Tucson Roadrunners training camp today. You guys were already on the ice. How was day one? I, You know what? I should have pre-warned you guys. We weren't able to get on the ice today. Oh. <laughs> You know, a lot of guys are coming in, so today's our, our, our first day of camp, but it's going to be a meeting and introduction, okay, and then it. tomorrow we jump on the ice. Okay, but still, it's tis the season, hockey's back, training camp is underway. Um, it's an exciting time, for sure. For you know what, I can say that we've been in camp a long time already with a lot of the same uh, <laughs> yeah. faces. Now we're being introduced to some of the East Coast League players that are uh, coming up and looking for an opportunity, but... We've seen a lot of, uh, you know, familiar faces for the last month. So what's the vibe around there right now, Potts? 
Well, you know what? The vibe is pretty good. We've got uh, some new things that are being introduced here. We've got a shooting gallery for the boys. So we've got four new nets that, uh, you know, we could probably get eight guys at a time shooting on the net. So I think that creates a, a, a good little vibe. And you know what? We've got some new things that they haven't seen. Their, you know, their eyes have to see something new and something different uh, every season. So uh, when their eyes see something a little bit different, they get a little bit uh, excited and there's a, there's a good vibe. We're going to get into a lot of team-specific stuff in a moment here, but I want, wanted to ask you this question off the top. I believe this is now your third season as the Tucson Rotors head coach. Yeah. Um, how have you evolved as a head coach? What have you learned? How have you changed? You know what? That's, that's a good question to probably a, a lengthy answer. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how much time we have, but you know what? I, I, it's a, it, for me, I think it starts with, with gratitude. You know, being able to be in this organization for, for a long time, you, you really meet a lot of really good people, and it's hard not to evolve. And, you know, the, this is a, an elite environment with a lot of smart people. And, you know, when you're in this type of environment, you're, you're always about growth and finding an edge and, and always looking for what's cutting edge and what's new. And so, you know, when, when you're around this many good people, it's hard not to evolve. And you know what, I, I go back to my playing days. You know, when I played in the minors, I, I played two years in the East Coast, three years in the American League, something like that. I can't remember so long ago, but I ended up playing 11 years in Europe and I remember making decisions on where I was going to play. And a lot of times it wasn't always um, the environment that was going to make me uncomfortable, push me to get out of my comfort zone so that you can learn and, and, and really try to always reach the next standard. And if I could go back, I would try to do the best that I could to play at the highest level, irregardless of, you know, money or, you know, what, uh, what would be better perhaps for my family or you know just the length of contract and the reason being is when you're playing at the highest level in, in any league you're always surrounded with better players and, and people that you have to really gain a, an, another edge and you always kind of behave a little bit differently and so being in the american hockey league and being around the nhl and and this last month has been really great for for our staff and myself included. You know, we got to hang out with uh, the development staff, all the NHL uh, scouts and GMs, players. And, you know, when you're around this many elite people, you have to find ways to get better. And so uh, I have a, an immense amount of gratitude for, for the position I'm in. Steve, you have made the postseason in both previous seasons as the head coach down there, but the team was not able to get past the first series. And overall, the Roadrunners have only won one playoff series in their history. We, we've we talked about this before, how that it's not necessarily the primary goal when you're in the AHL, but how important or how what is the balance there between playoff success and the overall development picture? You know what? It's, uh, it's really important. I think, you know, winning is part of developing. You, we want to develop leaders. We want to develop winners. And usually when you're, you're developing leaders and winners, uh, they end up being close to being ready to play in the NHL. So getting to the playoffs and winning in the playoffs is part of our development plan. So it's, it's important. But Patsy, you talk about, you talk about playoffs and you talk about success and, and we've seen the players 
You've got a lot of experienced players coming in, a lot of really good players that we expect to be playing for the Roadrunners this year. So where do you set that bar in the preseason? Where is the goal? What's the benchmark for you want to accomplish this season at the Tucson Roadrunners? You know what? For us, it's of course we want to make the playoffs, and I think every coach would say that, and everybody has that same expectation. I think for us it's really important that we build leaders and they understand that when they come through through Tucson, we're going to improve on their habits. And we want to, like I said, we want to build leaders. And when they, you know, our mission is to really, when, when the players leave Tucson, they're, they're better. They're better individuals. They're better. Their game is better and ready to play in the NHL. And we want, frankly, the, the scouts around. You know, we, we want people to know that when they go through Tucson, irregardless of where they end up, that they are involved in a good program and they, they built their character and they're, they're better leaders when they leave. So and there I are think some. If you have that mindset, you're usually making the playoffs. Sorry. No, you're totally, you're totally good. Sorry to cut you off. Um, there's a lot of returning faces, which we'll get to in a moment, but there's also a few new faces as well, which you mentioned. Um, and we want to talk about your expectations for a few of them. And we can start with Josh Doan, who, of course, played 14 games there last season. So kind of new face. Um, but Josh Doan had a great rookie tournament for the Coyotes, and he's had you know some good games in training camp and preseason so far. What are your expectations for Josh this season? You know, with him, it's just refining the, the smaller details. He's he's such a you know smart hockey player. He has hockey IQ, and he has obviously a rich hockey background. So he's going to be competitive, and he loves being around the rink. And so my expectations with him is just making sure that he refines all the smaller details of the game that he's already really good at. We got to make sure that his pace of play continues to rise, and he's really, really taking the next step in the gym. And, and nutritionally, we want to make sure that, you know, he builds on the summer that he had. He had a great summer. He built mm. some, you know, we gained some weight. He built his body. And now we want to maintain and, and try to find another uh, inch or so in, 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 in the weight room. And then we want to make sure that he sustains his, uh, his weight. Next guy we want to ask you about, and I think I'm pronouncing his name correctly, is Akuratu, I believe is how you say yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, what, are, what are your expectations for him? You know what? We got to get him acclimated. We got to get him acclimated to the to our game. And you know what? It's going to take a little bit of time with him, but he's coming with a lot of energy. And I know that he has the belief that he can play at the next level. You know, he quite frankly said it to us the other day. He's like, hey, after that exhibition game, it was really an eye opener. It was great playing against some of the best in the world and being in a great environment in Vegas. And now he sees that it's a possibility. So. We want to get him adapted to our culture as quickly as we can, but I expect that he's going to be able to do that because he does have a, a winner's mindset. He does have winning habits. And so I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how far and how quick he can, he can, he can grow. Last guy on this list, um, and it's someone that Craig actually wrote a story on that came out today on our website. Um, that's Maximilian Zuber, who kind of has, you know, I think – outperformed where his expectations at this point in his development. Um, we're really interested in him. So I'm curious your thoughts on Zuber. Yeah. You know, he's another player that has a lot of hockey IQ, this high, high hockey IQ. He knows the game. I don't think it's going to take him long to acclimate. A lot of times when D come from Europe and they start to play in North America, the game is just really fast. 
And, you know, he seems to be really cool under pressure and, and the mm. smaller rink hasn't really affected him. He's really cool in those tight areas. So I, I suspect that he's going he's gonna to really be able to, to adjust quickly. And we expect him to, to, to really play a, a good, heavy, solid role for our team. And, uh, you know, I suspect he's going to get some key power play moments and, and likely get some, some good PK moments as well. So uh, we, we see him as a solid 200-foot player, and we're excited to get, have him. He's, you know, we, we've talked about him on previous shows that he's just one of those guys that, that continues to exceed expectations. And when we put him in difficult situations, he always responds positively. So... Uh, I'm really looking forward to being with with uh, Maximus. Let's shift gears. <laughs> are you are you going to call him Maximus? By the way, because I, I could get on board with that. Yeah. Well, my uh, son's name is Max, so I, I've got a few few words, few names, few <laughs> few things we can we can throw across his daughter. <laughs> we'll have to follow up don't, on how don't that use evolves. any of the ones uh, when your son Max is behaving, misbehaving rather than <laughs> use those right. Maximilian. So let's yeah. let's talk about a few returners, um, maybe who have something to prove. And I want to start right off the top <laughs> with a guy who was a little bit of a holdout. Um, Yan Yan Yik um, really started off with with a bang when he came into the system. Um, and I don't I don't even know if it's fair to say that he plateaued a little bit, but I'm curious what you've seen over his development curve and what you need to see this season no i i don't think he's plateaued i think he's been uh you know he's been a very successful american hockey league player and his biggest challenge is gonna have is gonna be that he can't behave like an american hockey league player when he's in the american hockey league he has a, a lofty goal and he has to behave like he does every day that he's in training camp when, you, when you're in training camp, you come and you're the best version of yourself and you're looking to do everything you can to earn a job. And that's the mindset that he has to carry here at the American Hockey League level. You know, what got you here won't get you there. So he's got to behave in, in, in a way that, uh, you know, is going to be conducive to being an NHL hockey player. So it's just about building his habits and staying on it. You know, another veteran guy that came out of college last year was Nathan Smith, and he, he came in with McBain. McBain makes the team. Nathan Smith goes down and plays in the American League. And I'm just curious where his mindset is coming into this yeah. season and where you see him fitting in and his role with the Roadrunners. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, his biggest challenge is going to be exactly that, his mindset. He has to understand what it's like to go through some adversity and how to deal with adversity and keep his long-term goal in mind. He's going to be in the moment. He's going to play hard in the moment. But when things don't necessarily go his way, he has to be able to control his emotion so that it actually helps him get to where he's going. And a lot of times when uh, you behave emotionally because things aren't necessarily going the way we want, uh, you know, you, you don't think practically. And so it's important that he keeps his mindset in the direction of the NHL. And every decision he makes and how he reacts to certain situations has to be towards the NHL and not backwards. And so what I'm looking the, forward to working through with them. With one of this area of this franchise is, is trying to get deeper is at the back end and their defense. And you've got some guys, a lot of young guys, a lot of guys, you know, trying to work their way. A couple guys, well, three of them, three defensemen that have seen some NHL time. And I'm just going to throw all three of them at you and yeah. let me know what you think. We've got Kessel Ring. Kolya Cholnuk, who was a guy that we thought might play more games even last year. And then third, and 
guy that needs to have a big season is Victor Soderstrom. And, you know, do you even see him down in Tucson? Um, what do you have at the back end that you think these guys are going to bring you this year? Yeah, the, you know what? Our, like, you, you know, you've, you've been around the league so often. If you have a back end that can be hard to play against and move the puck up with volume, you're going to have success. And so we, we want, we see a lot of really good NHL quality in, in, in the three players you mentioned. Kesselring is a player that's big, he's strong, just needs to be consistent. Consistent puck mover that really plays hard in front of his net and not get distracted with trying to be so offensively productive. We feel that if he does his job and moves the puck with volume, he has the ability to create offensively, but that can't be his main objective. He does have a lot of NHL quality. And then you got uh, um, Kolya Chanak. He's a player that is going to play in the NHL. It just takes a little bit more time to go through the reps and, and understand the awareness and the decision-making has to be a little bit quicker and a little bit more consistent. When he does that, his skating is really good. He can close really quickly. We can improve on that, but he can still close really quickly. His skating ability gives him a chance to close and play in the NHL. So we'll improve on some of those things. But he's a player that to watch, and he's a player that if he understands the awareness and the decision-making and, and move the puck quick with volume, he's going to be a, he's going to give himself a chance to play in the NHL. And Soda, you know what? He's, he's got to find an identity that he can really hang his hat on. And when, he, when he's able to find that identity and, and, and really do it consistently, he's, he can be a good player. And, you know, I think he's one of those guys that does a lot of really good things really well. He just has to hammer home his identity and be really good at, at, uh, at the things that he can bring. And if he does that, he can, he can be an NHL hockey player. And, you know what, the decisions haven't been made yet, and we'll see how uh, all that transpires. And, you know, hopefully by the end of uh, the NHL camp, he's still there. All right, we have one more guy to ask you about, and I know it's a guy that we've talked to you about quite a bit, and that's Ivan Prozvitov. Um, you now have Matt Vialta in net as well. Maybe they can you know, work as a tandem, pushing each other to be better. Um, so if you can just expand on the goaltending situation this year and what your expertise yeah. is. Yeah, we brought you know, Matty in uh, because we know that he's a, he's a character guy. He's a, he's a locker room guy. We know that he can play really well in front of the team and he's had really good numbers uh in the, in the last couple of seasons so we want him to definitely push Ivan and, and be a good supporter as well so you know and Ivan has to come with the intensity every single day that that he can and you know what uh, Bill Armstrong I, I you know alluded to this and he's got to be like a McDonald's like a Starbucks just the most consistent individual if he comes <laughs> Every single day is the same person, no matter how much success he's had or how, you know, if, if there is some adversity or some difficult times, just come as the same person every day, willing to compete for that net. And if he does that, that's going to grow his consistency and give himself a chance to be an NHL player. I'm going to push uh, Starbucks over McDonald's uh, in that comparison, <laughs> by the way. Um, Thank I you. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not frequenting McDonald's, no. I'm guessing. So um, I want to ask you one more question. I know PD's got a question as well, but we've, we've talked about this a lot with Bill and with John Ferguson. When they first came in, they talked about Tucson being that 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 place where, where the top prospects can develop one step away, right? But it was going to take some time before the roster really had a major influx of those prospects that we could look at and say, okay, here's the future. 
where are we in that evolution right now, Potts? Are, are we there now or are we close to that point where it's really about the AHL being the feeding ground for the NHL? It's there now, I believe, because there are some really key draft picks that are really starting to make an impression and some that have surprised us. And so we're definitely at the beginning stages, but this is uh, definitely we're, we're at a position now where, hey, it, it's time to, to start building a, a winning franchise. And, you know, the, it starts right here. And to be honest with you, it, it's been such a great month being with the NHL team to really you know what, iron out the standards of what is expected. And uh, we're really looking forward to working alongside our players and, and really taking the next step here in Tucson. I feel like the last couple of seasons have been really good for us in, in, in a sense that we were able to build our process and get ready for, you know, really the, the young guys coming in. And like I said, we've got some new things that we want to experiment with them that I know that'll, uh, you know, take them over the edge and, and really build the volume that they need in order to take the next step. So we're we, really looking forward to it. We got a touch base last week. You and I did at the ice stand. And we talked about the group that was in Australia. And then you were in charge of the group that was back here in Arizona. I just want you to sum up you know, the, uh, the emotion. Was that frustration? Was there anger? Was there jealousy? Was there bitterness for the guys that didn't get to go and had to watch from afar that these guys were battling, you know, on the other side of the world? Or did you have a different attitude from those guys that were trying to compete and still fight for jobs? Can you just sum up that that whole experience for us? Well, yeah, you know, I think it's natural for the guys to want to be in front of the NHL staff for as long as they can. You know, they didn't get the opportunity that they, they you know, envisioned. And, you know, of course, that can lead to some frustration. But I thought the guys handled it well. I thought they, you know, they, they performed uh, optimally. I think they showed up every day with, with the, the right intentions. And look, at it's, you know, they're, they're, they're wanting to be, in front of the NHL staff and make an impression. So of course those are difficult times for them. But like I said, I think they handled it well. And uh, you know what, at the end of the camp, they, they definitely got a lot of uh, bear and being in front of Bill. And, and to be real honest with you, I, I couldn't be happier with the way it ended. Yeah, I, you know, there was some a practice where our guys or, you know, the, the, the bubble guys, the guys that were on edge to try to be in, in, uh, in an NHL exhibition game or earn the next game we were in a practice that that really didn't flow as well and, and their minds weren't really uh, engaged just yet and in front of the nhl staff you have to be ready all the time and you know what they didn't bring that that real 100 percent standard that we're looking for every day and you know what they they were they were told and i think that's a really good message and it's good a good environment to be around because if you're wanting to be in the nhl you have to be ready every day. You know, you're either running and chasing and eating or you're being hunted. And so you better be off the ground running every day. Well, we can't thank you enough um, for your time. And as training camp opens this week and looking forward to catching up with you and hopefully we'll see you in Tucson this weekend. We'll be down there on Saturday. We'll be there Saturday. You can stop by Legal Pete's at 1 p.m. <laughs> if you want to for a little pregame to keep me feet up there at the at the university. Uh, did you Illegal Pete's. Did you tell him that we're crashing at his place? Did you, <laughs> Yeah. You're oh. more than welcome. More than welcome. <laughs> it's, an, it's an awkward moment Everybody here. Everybody stands up. You guys can sleep over here. There's lots of <laughs> you guys not, sleep not very big. Oh, boy. All right. Well, th thanks again, and uh, good luck this week.
Appreciate being on. We're tied right now, right? I know yeah, you're you right. And Bill are tied. Yeah, right. you and Bill are back to tie. Not that we're keeping awesome. score, but awesome. we're keeping score. We'll see you this weekend, Potsy. Maybe Thanks, I'll crash Steve. one of your shows uninvited just to get oh, that. We would love, love it. The edge. We would love it. Oh man! All right. See you, Thanks. Steve. All right, guys. Great seeing you guys. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you again to Tucson Roadrunners head coach Steve Potvin for joining us. Looking forward to hopefully seeing him this weekend. And as we make the trip down the I-10, we're going to have to stop for gas. Usually you can't make it there and back on one tank. And that's okay because there are Circle Ks along the way. And there are several. And we are part of the inner circle. So we get 25 25 cents off off per gallon um, for our first five Phillips since joining the inner circle, um, which is a huge perk of joining the inner circle, which is a free membership program that circle K has. Plus you get every six free on a selection of circle K products, pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks. We might have to just stop for a polar pop on the way as well. Got to hydrate. It's going to be a long day. Doesn't sweat. And if it's in the cup holder, did you know? Yep, I did know. Um, So you can join the inner circle for free by downloading the circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit at circlek.com for details um before the show started tim our intern was talking about he's gonna watch the christmas episode of the bear tonight. oh yeah <laughs> and i said just make sure you take an ogs, OGs before first. because holy Bloody. stress yeah um yeah ogs great for many occasions including watching the christmas episode of the bear um and ogs has something for whatever you're looking for indica sativa they have the fruit flavors the cream flavors they have the happy balance ratio the microdose the sleep edition anything and they're so tasty they're just so good um so you can check out our friends at ogs brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors you can check them out across all socials at ogs brands and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you you must be 21 or older to enjoy responsibly let's stick with training camp for a few more minutes um coyotes played two more preseason games this weekend um unfortunately lost both but it doesn't really you know count for anything whatever um it's six right-handed defensemen in the lineup by the way that have you ever seen that insane so coyotes lost 3-1 on friday to vegas lamaru had the lone goal and then it was funny he was sent down the next day and it obviously wasn't a reflection of that thanks buddy yeah Yeah. like it's not a shock that he sent down it was just really funny that he got sent down like the day after being the lone goal scorer um in that game and then yesterday in palm springs a bit of a closer one five four with goals from carconi sanford unique and dylan gunther as well two goals from from the ducks in the final minute of play yeah he's had a late four three lead but it was it was interesting, and this is one of the things we talked about with training camp games and preseason games, especially up to this point. I think we're going to look for something a little bit different in these last two. But up to mm-hmm. this, it's not about it's not about the scoreboard for sure. No, the coaches aren't evaluating that. Now they'll mm-hmm. evaluate the performance on the ice, and you'll go, okay, what where were, where were we deficient? And and I in watching the game in Palm Springs, a little more of the NHL veteran players, a little more were in this lineup. And it was incredibly sloppy hockey. And it's kind of what Craig said. You got six right-handed defensemen. You you didn't Crazy. get the puck up the ice. There were too many turnovers. And you still have a lot of guys still, even though they're veteran players, you know, like Kerfoot and, and Zucker and Cooley, and, and they're, they're still learning the system. And so it, the defensive zone coverages were poor. The turnovers were poor. The two goals to go in at the buzzer in the, in the last minute were both deflected off Coyotes' defensemen. One was a pulled goalie, so it was a six on five, and it went off a defenseman and in. And then the winner was just a turnaround shot 
that I, that went off Brown and and that I think he would you know if he wasn't in veggie sightline maybe doesn't go in. But the hockey's going to get better over the Thursday game and the Saturday game. Now they have time to practice. You look at their ability to practice between Melbourne and here has been really, really limited. Like in Melbourne, they, they didn't practice a lot. What did they say? Five or six ice times in, in 11 or 12 days. Like that's not a lot yeah. for training camps. So <laughs> Leah was so, counting in her head. I was. So this group them. is behind. <laughs> and, and I think that this now, if you look at, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're going to get three really good ice times before they play the game Thursday night. Um, I'm expecting to see a, a much better game on Saturday from both sides. Um, but I, I still think that they're juggling lines and juggling personnel. I don't think they're set on how this is going to work for opening night. Yeah, I, I wonder, like it, we've talked about this before. There there's not a lot of camp battles here. And, you know, talking to talking to Max Zuber, he's like, yeah, I'm rooming with Josh Doan. I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> so thanks for answering that question. Not that we thought Josh Doan was really going to make this roster. I made a hell of a push for it. But I, I think we're all in agreement that the best place for him is still down in Tucson for a season to develop. Um, and that's, you know, that's under, that's the opinions of the development staff that are watching this guy every day, not, not fans who are just seeing a couple preseason games and thinking, oh, Josh Dome belongs on the NHL roster now. So I think that's good for him. I don't know. Are, are there any camp battles here? Are there really any battle? We talked about the seven defensemen, maybe. We talked about what is the fourth line going to look like? Dylan Gunther. That, that's about all I can think of. It's, and, it's, and really, that's it. And because yeah. in goal, you're set. You know who two goalies are. And in the defense, you know who your eight are, but they're not going to carry eight. Probably. They may. They could carry eight for for the short term. Yeah. They could carry it for a few weeks. They could pay for that first. You know what? The first trip to New York, maybe it's not bad that you carry eight. Because that if one position is going to get potentially right. you want to swap out. Four games, maybe you keep yep. AD. So I, I think that's possible. I think <laughs> it, it, to me, it's between Travis Dermott and, and Soderstrom and, and who of those is best suited to play in a seven role. Yep. And it's, to me, having that's Victor Soderstrom sit in the in the press box three out of four games on that road trip just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, he's got to play. He's got to play. And, yeah. and it's still to that point where he's, you'd wish, where he was selected in the draft that by now in his career, he's like, oh, he's in. He's in, he's in the top six more or less the seventh. And, and I just don't know if he's there yet. Yeah. So I see that battle and the fourth line is a battle. The fourth, I don't, uh, it's yeah. Kirkoni, it's Boyd, it's O'Brien, um, the Kerfoot, Gunther. Yeah. Zach Sanford got a look. Zach Sanford well. got a look. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So two giant lists of cuts just came through one. See, minute I was ago. wondering, I, yeah. I knew we were going to get cuts. So today. Josh Stone is on that list. So now, yeah, so, so there it is. Breaking news. Yeah. It, not, I mean, yeah, but expected news, this right? This is all <laughs> Tucson assignments, which makes sense okay. as camp, camp starts today. Who do you got? Um, so these, all of these players have been assigned to the Roadrunners, and I will run through them. Milos Kellerman, Nathan Smith, Aku Ratu, Ben McCartney, Vladislav Kolyachonik, Josh Stone, Michael Kesselring, Patrick, uh, Co- Coach? Koch? Cool. Yeah. Um, Montana... Onyabuchi, Curtis Douglas, Stephen Camfer, Cam Crotty, Jan Yannick, Travis Barron, John Leonard, Ryan McGregor, Matt Bielta, and Justin Kirkland. So there's the big haul. Well, and there's Zach Sanford still there then. Yeah. I mean, and then that, that's another person. So oh, you're, and Connor, Connor Geeky, Geeky just reassigned. Just yeah. reassigned as well. Yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on there. And I know yeah, he's frustrated there, there but, but the reality <laughs> is that, that Connor Geeky needs another year. He needs yes. to blow up. He needs to blow needs up to in the Western League. He needs to have a great year. Yes. In the he needs yeah. to be a leader. He needs to play in big situations. He needs to take that team potentially into the playoffs and, and play important games in the spring. He needs to play. And he needs to play more. And I, and I think 
you know, if, if, if he had the opportunity to go down to the American League instead of the back to juniors, I'm sure the team would love to see him go down to them. It's not a possibility. So, so he's out. Zach Sanford, now you're, you're playing with an extra. So you've got five lines, five complete lines, and eight D now. So you're going to that's see 19 guys today. Oof, that's, yeah, that's a lot. That's a big yeah. So you're I think down to right. 49 day. or 48. So you're down to one group. I know the equipment yeah, guys are happy. Got a handful of guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly right. One um, group, and we're gonna we're gonna go watch them all. And 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 I think now you're gonna see those decisions. Like you're going to have both of that that fourth and fifth line are going to both play. I would assume they'll play both games, yeah. and that way you'll see some of the more veteran guys taking off Thursday. I would assume that you're going to see guys that have played. Like Zucker's played a few games already. I wouldn't be surprised if he sits out Thursday so you can get a look at those other wingers. Um, but again, you might want to see them build chemistry. It's it's which is more important. Yeah, yeah. so we have the full list here if you're watching on YouTube. it's You can see the, the sheer number of players right. um, sent down to Tucson. Um, but it all of this to say, it seems like we're going to get a good roster on Saturday. So another reason to it's go be great. down. Yeah. Yep. And to really do, cool. yeah, we, we, yeah, definitely go. Like if you, it's a three o'clock game on a Saturday. Like, buddy, go. And by the way, if you weren't here on Friday's show, I let everybody know that the Tucson Roadrunners hooked us up with a discount. Um, so if you're buying tickets for this game, you can get up to 30% off box office pricing if just for being a PHNX viewer listener. And there's a link in our description. Um, there is a link. I will drop it in the chat in just a moment. But um, yeah, it's also pinned. It's pinned in our Discord as well. So if you're a diehard, it is pinned in discord i'm gonna drop the link right now if you haven't bought your tickets we hope to see you at illegal pizza at one o'clock link yep. is in the chat right now um so get your tickets it's gonna be a, a great game i think on saturday yeah i think We're it's, in I, for a good and you know what and you look at the other side because um if you go to the anaheim roster trevor zegers just signed a new contract um so he's going to be he'll Everyone's be there. favorite person troy terry who gets the winner the game winner um in in yesterday's game he's gonna be there this is a young talented hockey club in Anaheim, and I think it's going to be a really good game. And, by the way, after playing this team three times in a week, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a little bit of bad blood um, between these two teams. So maybe some <laughs> some sparks flying at the, the TCC on Saturday. Could be a three Three games. straight games, man. Three games in a week. It's crazy. Remember we that, all know remember that seven-game anyway. series against the Blues during the... Oh, we're going to see the, uh, Newell Brown, too. I have to <laughs> say yeah, hi to Newell there Brown. You go. There maybe you go. we should bring Newell Brown some donuts. Oh, the mini donuts. I can't you think wait. Would eat those donuts? Oh, he probably wouldn't. He's a yeah. very fit, fit guy. <laughs> yeah. But we'll eat them. We'll eat them in front of him. We can. Bu- that, we can. See, no, I we like can that do idea. the guys of we're buying it for him. He'll say no, On the air. and, and the then I'll say, oh, okay, that's okay. I'll just keep them for myself. And I've, I'm trying to limit my sugar in in my diet, everyday diet. So I'm going to like literally between now and Saturday, it's like everything out. So I can, I might yeah, have mini donuts for dinner. That's how much I like them there. They're that good. Illegal Pete's for lunch, mini donuts for yep. dinner. That's Sounds a, good. That's a great day of eating, if Sounds I good. do say so myself. I uh, just want to thank the caddies for making those cuts while we were on the air because we had it in our show notes yes. that were coming. And thank you so much. About it it's so funny. I was like, let me go see if PR's tweeted anything. And then it literally said it like 45 seconds ago. So that was great. Um, okay. A couple other things. Um, it's going to get we'll, – we'll get serious for a moment and then we'll end on uh, a high note. Um, yeah. But I'll throw it over – to Craig uh, for this segment of the oh, show. Thanks, boy. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know if people saw it and and this is a little in the weeds, maybe more personal than anything else, but Aaron Portsline, the the great beat writer. Uh, He's been for, on our show as well. He has been on our show, works for The Athletic, covers the Columbus Blue Jackets, one of the best in the business, uh, put out some just gut-wrenching news this morning that he was di- diagnosed several years ago with a genetic kidney disease. But in recent months, it has started to take control of my life. He said he's now in stage five kidney failure and relying on frequent dialysis to keep him alive. 
until he can get a transplant. So I just just want to give a shout out to Porty, good friend, a phenomenal beat writer. You got a lot of support out there, buddy. Just wanted to let you know we're thinking about you. Yeah, absolutely. We're here for you. And if you're in the, you know, the Columbus area, you can test to see if you're a match. I mean, it's like a huge thing to ask for someone. But also in that note, he had mentioned people stepping forward mm. to try and find out if they're a match and they're still looking. Um, but just, yeah, yeah an, an incredible thing that people have done and just keep him in your in your thoughts. Yeah. And, and I want to say this, too, because I know it's it's. You know, he's been on the show and he's part of the hockey community and, and our hearts go out for sure. But I just, I when something like this comes up, I always want to look at the people around you. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I urge, I, I know it's, it might be a broken record, but I urge people to reach out to someone today because of the people in this room. And there's a lot of people in this room working here today. Everybody's got something. Yeah. Everybody's got their story that some may or may not know about, but everybody's got something so pick up the phone today and yep. call somebody. Call somebody and just say, how are you doing? And talk to them. That's it. One person, call them. Whether it's a relative, a neighbor, a friend. Stop when you're putting your garbage out or picking up your mail. Talk to somebody because everybody is dealing with something and mean it. Thank you. That's and it. on that note, we want to extend our um, condolences to the Snow family. Chris Snow, who's you know been a fixture of the, the hockey world, battled uh, ALS and unfortunately passed away this past weekend and actually in his death donated his organs and saved multiple lives in the process which is um, a really beautiful thing so you know we send our condolences to the Snow family and the Calgary Flames organization it's just extremely extremely tragic and just a horrible disease but you know he did a lot to try and you know he did experimental treatment that can hopefully you know have research that in the years to come, maybe this disease won't be, you mm. know, a death sentence one day. But yeah. it's just it's just absolutely tragic. Kind of a, a heavy period in the hockey world. But you know, a photo of the family. I don't yeah. know if you guys saw yeah. that that Kelsey tweeted. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just very sad. It's a gut punch. I know yeah. Brad True Living, obviously former <clears throat> Coyotes assistant GM, now in Toronto. He was there. He was bedside with with the family. They All had to those make the decision. Today. Just yeah, yeah. Extra yeah. hug. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, I know it's it's been a, a heavy moment, and we have some fun things to end the show on. So we'll yeah. we'll uh, end on a yeah. on a ha optimistic. Let note. me just uh, I'm I'm looking at the Discord, and people are freaking out that Josh Stone has been sent down. I, oh. <laughs> I I need to stress this. I know there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of prospect analysts on our Discord channel. <laughs> Trust the development staff. A few preseason games does not say what you need to say about the the uh, evaluation of a player um i know you guys watched a couple preseason games the rookie face-off which really wasn't nhl players and josh is josh has knocked it out of the park he's done everything he needs to do he's not ready i think if you talk to josh he'll probably tell you that if you talk to his dad he'll probably tell you that if you talk to the development staff they will tell you that that's not a bad thing he just got out of college. He just left college last year, late last season, and played 14 games in Tucson. This is the right move for him. We talk about overbaking all the time to make sure that guys are fully ready. He has made incredible strides this season in Tucson. will be really good for Josh Stone. I think it's the right move, and and I, I know that's what the organization feels as well. Yeah. I, I, you know, you, you looked at his training camp, and I've said this, that Josh was a, he was a good college player. He wasn't... He wasn't nominated for the Hobie. He wasn't breaking records at the NCAA level. And I said it's going to take him years in the American League. He came in 
with in better shape. He got bigger. He got stronger. He had an unreal training camp, much better than I, I uh, than they expected him to play. Much Anybody, better, right? He was phenomenal. Yes. Yep. And and for a second round draft pick to have a camp like this at his first full training camp in his in his pro debut, fantastic. They're so excited. And here's he's going to go to Tucson. He's going to play. Power play. He's going to kill penalties. He'll play five on five. He'll be a leader. He'll wear a letter down there. This is huge in in his development. And I think we we can both agree there are injuries during a season. Josh Stone's going to play in the National Hockey League. I think so. So this is everybody. It's this is okay. This is just part of the process. And once the season gets started, we'll get to follow Josh Stone when when we go down the I ten, and eventually he'll be here. So this is everything's okay. And it'll be a good shepherd for uh, Max Zuber as well. So it's only Notably also not sent down today. Yeah. So yeah. he'll well, have a few He's more. hurt, so they can't. Ah. Uh, but he'll he'll be there. Yeah. He'll be no, there. For sure. For yeah. sure. Um, well, it's it's an like I said, it's an exciting time for sports right now. And actually ASU hockey kicks off their season this weekend and exhibition game against U of A. And you know where you can find great ASU and U of A gear? I, I do. Do you is foco.com um they have a ton of asu and u of a stuff that includes apparel accessories toys collectibles novelty items and more bib overalls they do they have pajamas <laughs> I, want, I just decided i, I pushed the bib, the bib overalls, overalls last time on dp now i'm pushing them on atlee amaro can you see atlee amaro in the blue and white stripe of u of a as long as you draw yes. the line right here buddy no i love yes. the line right you here. should wear them this saturday this way. u of a Bibs. By the way, I meant to ask you this. Are the cats home or are they on the road this week? They're on the road. Oh, that's too bad, yeah. right? It would have yeah. been cool to be down there during that. Yeah. Would it, though? And the traffic would have been a little I thought, you were, I thought you were on board. No, traffic and stuff. I like the university. That's but I don't want to do traffic and people. <laughs> your like anxiety exceeds your fandom. Yes, oh, yes. Clearly should have known that. Yes. Uh, well, Foco has your back for Arizona sports. You can get the best gear around by visiting Foco.com. That's F-O-C-O.com and using code PHNX. And for all non-presale items, use promo code PHNX for 10% off. Um, by the way, if you haven't seen our new... D-backs wagon shirt at phnxlocker.com. Oh my god, this shirt. I think it might be one of my new favorite it's a shirts wagon. in the locker. The D-backs are a wagon. They kick off the postseason tomorrow night against the Brewers. First yeah. time in the postseason since 2017. Get your wagon shirt. I mean, support. Get on the get on the wagon. Get on the right, wagon. What time do the Cubs play? Oh, oh, that's oh, too soon. soon. It's too your fault. Soon. Too soon? It's your fault. But it's too soon. That I cared about the Cubs again you, this season. Because all three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all four series are at the same time each day. When are the, the D-backs Brewers? Tomorrow? Well, I know. It's Tuesday, oh. Wednesday, Thursday. All four series are back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Noon, yeah. 1.30, oh, 4, and 6.30. It's, it's almost like March Madness, right? So like they're the 4 game, o'clock game. They're the three. It's kind of cool, actually. They're, do we have to come to work? Twins are one thirty. Do we have to come to work? Twins Blue Jays 130 every day. Do we actually have to come to work or can we just watch the games? <laughs> Remember we used to do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. I'm so excited for also, baseball. Follow Jesse Friedman. Follow the yes. show. Yes. Jesse's got a lot. With Jesse and I talked over the week. He's got a lot of great content planned for this series. He's going to be there. So follow along. Follow along with the show. He's going it, to Milwaukee? Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. Fun. That's a fun town. Yeah. It is Milwaukee. a fun town. Underrated. Actually. Fun underrated. Town. Completely agree with you there. Yep. Small, and, and you know, if he it's a small, if he has the time. time to hop forty five minutes to the west, he can see one of the greatest college towns in America, Madison, Wisconsin. So, <sighs> All right, well, become a diehard. Won't um, have the chance to jump around, but because they're jump around it's the middle of the week. But break the 
Just saying. I got to say. I don't so think that's structurally sound. Saturday. I when wondered. I, <laughs> I'm not wondering sometimes. I'm coming in. Yeah. Saturday, I was in the, I was at the D-backs game and I was in the D-backs Discord and oh my God, like Electric Factory. Fire. It might be the only Discord that like goes like this the same way the Coyotes one does. Um, so I'll be in the, back in the D-backs Discord. You can join the Discord by becoming oh, the game, a diehard be electric. Um, so Again, become a diehard. You can get access to uh, um, diehard-only content on the website like Craig's Mailbag last week. You get 20% off merchandise like the wagon shirt, 20% off events. If you are signing up to become a diehard today, you can choose the wagon shirt as your free shirt when you sign up. I saw someone in the Discord had sent the Four Peaks orange um, shirt. That was their free diehard shirt. Great choice. Um, so lots of perks becoming a diehard. Everyone who came out yesterday to bet MGM for the PHNX Cardinals away game watch parties, Thank you. We'll be out there every away game at the BetMGM Sportsbook for Cardinals, for ticket raffles, prize giveaways, and more. The link is in our show notes. Okay. So we didn't give all the gifts on Friday because... Well, we gave all yours, Petey. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. We still mug. have another gift for Sean. We have another gift for Sean. And this it one... Just, it, I didn't realize that there was something I needed to do until I looked that morning and realized that this... This particular gift is, in fact, solar powered. Before you take it out, I just want to say powered. this is from a diehard we go in green Australia. Here. We go green here. The Sweeting family lives in Perth. Yes. Awesome they, family. They, we, we, saw ran multiple... in, we ran into them everywhere. Like, including in our last restaurant. dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a great, great family. Hello, if you're They're watching. Diehards? Yeah. So the, the mom. Do they live not, there? Yeah. They live yeah. in Perth. They live in Perth on the, the West Coast. The, um, yeah. The, which wow. I still want to visit. Jen uh, like, is yeah. actually Anytime from the US. Anytime you want to invite me to stay at your place in Perth, I'll come. Yes. Okay. So Jen's from the US, actually. And then her husband yeah. is That's Australian. Awesome. Their kids are Australian. They play hockey, yep. um, which is really wow. cool. So they found us on Sunday and said, this is for Sean. So. With, okay. I want to get. Should I get close to the camera? No, because it, it won't be in focus. Okay. If you do that. All right. <laughs> you may have seen the video that. <laughs> You may have seen the video that we posted yesterday when we were shopping for koalas. We were looking in the stuffed animal shop, um, but we got this, and the it's eyes solar, light up. It's oh, solar powered. It's solar powered, buddy. So I'm going to walk off screen. And yeah, go give it to Sean. And it then, is then, scary Sean, looking. Sean, you can put it on the screen on that's your end. haunt my nightmares. It's kind of terrifying. It um, is very terrifying, which makes it even better. But they, they, the suiting family saw that in the window and said, we need to get that for Sean. Like they, they Yeah, so let's see it let's up see it. close. It's so good. Oh, it is terrifying. <laughs> that is terrifying. So when I was uh, packing up in the airport, like I had taken some stuff out and I was putting my stuff back in and I had forgotten that it was in there. And at that point, I didn't have it securely wrapped in a towel. I looked down and there's these two eyes staring up at me out of my bag. It freaked the hell out of me. And that's what it's going to do to you. Because we know how you feel about koalas. So yeah, this ahead. is terrifying. Um, <laughs> but thank you for thinking of me. Where, uh, where will you keep this? Um, by your bed. Nowhere. You wake yeah. Up every morning and uh, look no, into yeah, its eyes. Definitely nowhere I can see it when I go to sleep. That's <laughs> great, I'm sure. Uh, uh, but I will. I will display it prominently somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Um, Charles said, "Amazing nightmare fuel." Yes, that is true. Speaking of nightmare fuel, Halloween is around the corner, yep. and Petey, as he mentioned at the top of the show, decorated his. We're the two-time HOA defending champs right now. <laughs> Two times. We're looking for the third, and I don't think this is the year. We went. Th we we changed themes. Last year we went a little scarier theme. We we went with some of the you know Michael Myers. We had Jason. We had Scream. We we my wife took a different slant this year, and there was just just the. Do start. we have photos? Yep. We do have a okay. photo. Cool. A photo. This is this is <laughs> this is Barbenheimer. <laughs> so 
(laughs) Barbie and and Ken and Oppenheimer. And this is just the start. So it's a little more kid friendly, a little happier. Um, And there's there's more coming. But but people, I hope they get it. Like, is Barbenheimer a thing? Probably not for kids. We had a little kid walk by, go screaming, mommy, mommy, it's Barbie. So that was exciting. Yeah. We had a a man drive by and say, is that the grateful dad? I'm like, what? (laughs) Do you try to scare kids? We, 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 no, no. Okay. No. My like, wife wait, does. The really scary stuff we put towards the back. Okay. Like it, it's subtle. Toward the back, like back of the yard, like not yeah, toward yeah. the front door. Correct. Okay. Correct. My like, wife. It's subtle. As I told you guys, my wife goes the opposite See, directions. Why, and why, would you, why would you traumatize kids? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Because if you think about it. trick-or-treaters, they're like Maybe five to nine, right? Like that, that age group, like the teenagers, they don't care. They're just stealing your candy and they don't even bother <laughs> with the costumes. But that, that age group, the sweet spot, the five to eight or nine. Why so would you do that? I'm going to take a photo when she puts it together. But as I told you guys, you, you've seen my house. You've come through the courtyard. There's yes. a courtyard. You have to come through a gate into a courtyard. The entire courtyard is wrapped in webs. <laughs> she has two giant spiders lurking somewhere in the web. <laughs> there are a couple of bodies rolled up, like cocooned in webs. In the webs. In the webs. And then when you get to the, if you get to the front door, if you haven't run away terrified <laughs> by that point, and maybe that's the point. Maybe she just wants to buy a lot of candy. candy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a little skull. That sits on a pedestal by the front door and it talks. It's got a wire so you can literally talk into it and make it talk. So who does the talking? Uh, have you ever picked up the microphone? I have picked up the microphone. That yes. is so my kids funny. really enjoy it. So that's hilarious. That's, that's the experience. That's terrifying. Yeah. Well, I, I might have thought to Tara about that. Yeah. Like, well, I appreciate the effort. And I love Halloween decorating, but scaring kids is. I, I, I got to draw a line. As, yeah. as you guys continue to decorate, we want more updates. Yes, there will be more updates. And there will be lots of Halloween talk, I'm sure, yes. with some hot takes. What do you do for Halloween? I decorated inside my house. And? But, what does oh, it look like? It looks amazing. Yeah. It's very, it's like a, it's kind of a set. We have bats on the walls. <laughs> I'll send you guys. I'll, okay. We can each just take turns showing pictures of our decorations. We got uh, plans, Sean? Who knows, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. We, we don't want to get into that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, anyway, any final thoughts before just display your koala. we get out of here? That's yeah, the scary. It is, it, is a, it is a scary Halloween. Yeah, I'm excited because this is the, uh, the this is the first week since the end of the season that we're going to actually see all three of us going to see live hockey before week's end. I'm very excited about it. Excited Next too? week, the season starts. Yes, yeah, a week from someday. A week from tomorrow, the NHL, NHL starts, starts. A week from tomorrow. Yeah. Holy, here we go. God, here, we go. here we go. Soon. Let's go. Giddy up. Uh-oh. Giddy up is right. Um, thank you again to head coach Steve Poppin from the Roadrunners for joining us. Um, always great catching up with him. We will be live tomorrow at 11 a.m. talking more training camp. And we'll be live at 11 a.m. the rest of the week through Thursday. We're going to be off Friday because we plan to do a post-game show of sorts from Tucson on Saturday. So, again, if you're going to Tucson, let us know. We'll see you at Illegal Pete's on Saturday on University, not on Mill. <laughs> on university in tucson um so really looking forward to that um but for the rest of the week you can follow us on twitter at s peters hockey at leah merrill at craigus morgan at sean underscore to pause you can follow the show at phnx underscore coyotes be sure to to subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel as well because i always say there's content on there that's not just shows um we posted a, a mini vlog of our australia trip over the weekend so if you missed that you can go back and watch it as well um but That's it for us today, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, and we will see you all tomorrow.